Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs, to the podcast. Excuse me while I close my, my door. Um, we're talking about Alexander Pope, and then we're going to be starting far away and long ago in the next podcast. Um, so this is just a wrap-up podcast to wrap up the poetry, um, and then that will be divided. There'll be another whole separate thing kicking off the next book very shortly. But for now, let's talk Pope. I found there was an immediate quality bump with Pope. Like, my prompt was, Pope seems to be noticeably better at poetry than most of the previous poets. Would you agree? Um, There's a reason that we've heard the name, you know. And a lot of the poets in this book, personally speaking, I hadn't heard the name. Now, I'm not a huge poet uh, buff, but yeah, I don't know. It just be, it was just, to me, it was just immediately obvious. Um, Swim said the moment she said, yeah, I thought so as well. Um, Alexander Pope was an English poet, translator, satirist of the Enlightenment era, who's considered one of the most prominent English poets of the early 18th century. After Shakespeare, Pope is the second most quoted author in the Oxford Dictionary of Quotations. Some of his verses having entered common parlance, such as damning with faint praise, or to err is human, to forgive is divine. From the age of 12, he suffered numerous health problems, including pot disease, a form of tuberculosis to affect the spine, which deformed his body and stunted his growth, leaving him with severe hunchback. His tuberculosis infected Infection caused other health problems, including respiratory difficulties, high fevers, inflamed eyes, abdominal pain. He grew to a height of four feet six inches. Pope's most famous poem is The Rape of the Lock, first published 1712, with a revised version 1714, a mock epic. It satirizes a high society quarrel between Arabella Fermor, the Belinda of the poem, and Lord Petre, or Peter, who had snipped a lock of hair from her head without permission. The satirical style is tempered, however, by genuine, almost voyeuristic interest in the Beaumont fashionable world of 18th century society. The poet and his family were Catholics, and so fell subject to the prohibitive test acts, which hampered their co-religious after the abdication of James II. One of these banned them from living within 10 miles of London, another from attending public school or university. So except for a few spurious Catholic schools, Pope was largely self-educated. He was taught to read by his aunt and became a book lover, reading in French, Italian, Latin and Greek and discovering Homer at the age of six. And thus we come to the end of the first half of our poetry, Sojourn. The timing worked for me, says Swim, says the Mama Fishy. My husband and I started a month-long road trip in Alaska a week ago, and we are just now headed into the non-connected part of our trip. Enjoy far away and long ago, everyone. Well, have a great trip, Mama. Um, again, thank you so much for um, helping with the podcast and with the daily readings and the, and the subreddit um, throughout the poetry, especially and Alaska. Wow. That's going to be amazing and so interesting. So um, yeah, we hope you love it. 
All right. So I guess we put a pause in our poetry here. We go off, we read far away and long ago, and then um, we'll come back to poetry and do the second half of the book. Um, probably later in the year. I think far away and long ago, actually I've got it here, I'll open it up, but I'm thinking, I think it's fairly few chapters. Looks like it has 24 chapters. Now it has 24 fairly long chapters. So we can knock that over in 24 days if I can power through 24 long chapters. Um, but that kind of remains to be seen, doesn't it? So we'll see how we go. That's my plan, though. Power through 24 long chapters. All right, folks. I'll see you there. Looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for listening.